This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. You're listening to This Day in History, a podcast dedicated to examining history from a standpoint of determining which event on any given day had the greatest impact on our lives. Now your host, Tony Hubert and Armand Kachigian. This day in history, welcome in September 1st. Boy, does a lot of things happen on September the 1st. Tony Hubert and Armand Kachigian with you on lineupmedia.fm, home to over 40 podcasts and growing including a new podcast called Trip to the Lou that just debuted this week about all things uh, St. Louis related. Here again, I mean, you know, these these Trip to the Lou, if you say that in England, means... It means to, something like entirely differently. Yeah, right. Right. And if the podcast doesn't names work... These yeah, if the podcast doesn't work out, it can take the British meaning. Anglicized. But if you love sports, we got stuff for you. In fact, where, where the are NFL, they going? Where are they going? Cowboys podcast... That is done by John Kabinjian, baseball podcast done by Jim Cromer, which are two birds on a bat, and youth baseball talk, plus other more erudite things, <laughs> such as this show, This Day in History. All right, you're boring Just me. yawn. Why don't yeah. you just yawn water? You're We're brought soporific. to you by Amazon.com and by Audible.com when Armand has a book, movie, film recommendation, because remember, there's a m- difference between movies and film. We'll yeah. tell you where to get it through our website. All right, Amazon. let's clean com. up from yesterday. Yeah, we strive for exactitude. So before September 1st, we need to put to bed a few items from August 31st. I think, uh, I don't know if I was talking about the time of your life with Saroyan, but the movie you were was not. talking about. Okay, the human comedy? You did talk about the yeah, human the comedy. Human, okay, well, that was the one he wanted to direct and didn't. Okay. So, okay, so that was correct then. I don't remember. It's called Gerbling. Damn it! Well, that was simple enough, wasn't it? Well, in honor of... Richard Gere Richard Day. Gere's birthday on August the 31st. I came up with felching, and I'm sorry pretty, I looked that up. Pretty obvious. I'm sorry I looked that up. And then, well, uh, I just didn't think they were going to take the name of the animal and put an ING on the end of it, but that's exactly well, what I they did. I think they put another L on it, too. So oh, they, really? They doubled the L. They doubled the L. Oh, well. John Oldcastle was yes. the inspiration for Falstaff. Oh, okay. All right. Global warming is a hoax. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I think and you've covered remains, that. Remains so. I think you've covered okay. that. Nothing's changed there. Okay, then, and and you you scoffed and you fleered when I said that people would think this Hurricane Harvey was due to globe. It's all over the place. These people, Mark Ruffalo, for instance, we're having two different Armand. I don't want to get into this, but we're having two different arguments. Hmm. You and I both agree that the Earth is getting warmer. Mm, I don't know about that even. The causality of it is is what is being debated. I don't even think I agree. The Earth is getting warmer for the last twenty years. Now, if you're talking over since 1850, yes, or since the last ice age, yes. But I think it's leveled off, and I think we're going to have a cooling. Well, I will tell you this. I'm enjoying this late August, early September we're having here in the Midwest right now. Folks, we don't get this kind of weather often, and when we do, we take advantage of it. Get used to it. It's going to be cooler. And if the weather was like this all the time here, we couldn't afford to live here. What's that supposed to mean? Well, weather is the great indicator of... Oh, yes, know. it is. Yeah, I, yes, I, I, I can just see flocks of people moving to St. Louis. If for, the for weather was seventy-two weather. degrees every day, yeah, yeah. Hey, don't don't wave at him. I gave him a thumbs up All to right. our producer Brian Croc. Yeah, well, tell him to get on his show or you know prepare for his show. Can we uh, begin in seventeen fifteen today? Yes, it's better than beginning. And what is his show? Follow the sound. Oh, that's right. It's a very good show. Come on, follow the smell. No, no, follow the sound. He does a great show, uh, Brian Croc on. Uh, Albums, album reviews, this day in music history. Would you say his show is noisome? Uh, no, no. Do you it, know what noisome means? I, no, I don't care to know. Don't you, you should. It's it's you misuse all the time. Noisome means smells bad. Oh no, it does it's, not smell bad. Right. It's a very not uh, noisy, noisome, very, very tidy smelling show. Okay, he's the, a very clean individual. The longest reigning of any major European monarch dies on this date, September the first in seventeen fifteen. It's the son, King I Louis think Elizabeth's going to beat him the fourteenth, and I think Elizabeth uh, the second may about beat seven, him. Seven well. eight years ago, she'll do it. She didn't live to be one hundred twenty. Boy, she's looking good for. Anyway, this guy it was not necessarily a great that this guy reigned for so long. He liked, you know, he thought himself a kind of a 
modern or at that time a modern day Charlemagne or something. Mm-hmm. They wanted to conquer mm-hmm. the world. A lot of wars, a lot of taxes. What we you know, what we discuss on this show ad nauseum. It's what you do when you're king, right? Yeah. Monarch that uh, got a little too big for his britches. But anyway, seventy two years there's something to be said for that, I guess. It's a long time to be king. Yeah. It's good to be the king. Especially in France. Good looking women in France. Oh no doubt, time. man. They all had those push-up things going on, too. What was, was that what they were called? Balson. 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 B-A-L-C-O, like a balcony. Oh. Balson. Balson. Like a balcony. Right. Same word. Same derivation. Nice. Okay. So I'm sure, yeah, he got laid. Is that why women refer to their cleavage sometimes as the front porch? Does it derive literally from that? Well, it depends on what it looks like. Okay. Well, front it's true. Porch, yeah, that's because usually it's only it's the descriptive, the more endowed. I prefer headlights. No, that well, yes. You know who had headlights? Jane Mansfield. Well, that's true. It was that Diane Parkinson from uh, from uh, uh, the Bob Barker show. What was that show Price is Right? Yeah. Remember when she uh, did her uh, uh, expose in Playboy? No, but oh, they that, were all pretty good looking. I think that, Bob was doing them all too. Well, he was, Diane. He was. Yeah, good for him. I don't know about Holly. I think Holly was the good girl. Oh, did in you the see? Bunch. Uh, Richard Anderson died yesterday. Yes, I did. People should know the the six. Have you watched Scaramouche with uh, nope. Stuart Granger in nope. 1952? Nope. He got you know a Mel Ferrer ran him through. Oh, he did. Just a young kid. Oh. So he died from that wound. Yeah, it's, it's been separating. Yeah, for six, seven, five seventy years. years. Right. All right. All right, in 1804, one of the larger asteroids in the main belt of asteroids is uh, found, discovered, if you will, by. A German astronomer by the name of Carl Ludwig Harding. That asteroid, Juno. All right. Well, named after the goddess, I guess. But, uh, you know, there's like a. Most of the asteroids are in the asteroid belt between uh, Mars and. uh, Do you think there was once a planet there that got. I don't think. I think it's never formed. Never formed. There's like a million, a million and a half of them. This is not the first discovered nor the biggest. The first discovered, I think, was Ceres. And Ceres is the biggest? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's actually a dwarf planet. Right. Only like Pluto. One the, only one in the inner solar system. And then... Um, Do you have to get beyond the belt to be considered outer solar system? No, you have to be beyond Neptune, the orbit of Neptune. Oh, that is the outer... Yeah. I thought like Jupiter, Saturn were the outers no, no, and the Mars, solar, Earth, Venus no, were the inner. Outer is like trans-Neptunian objects and the Oort cloud. And anyway, these things are... these As opposed to a Trojan, no cracks... Uh, Trojan is like a, an asteroid that's actually in the orbit of a planet, like Jupiter has several. Yes. And they follow it, although they don't. They never run into the planet or get closer or farther away because they're at the... Uh, they're at that equilibrium stage called... The Lagrangian point. The Lagrangian point. That's where they are. I knew it was an equilibrium stage, though. So oh. they're kind of like a parasite that follows one of those sharks, always or, swimming along with it, riding remora, in the tide. Yeah. Remora, yeah, but that rides on top of it. This, this is true. actually in the... Because the gravity of the sun and the, mm-hmm. and the pull of the planet. Just being pulled along. That's where we're going to put, obviously, the Webb telescope at the Lagrangian point. Yes. So, so it, it stays there? Yeah. It's at equilibrium? And hopefully it works because we're not going to be able to have another shot at this one. <laughs> not like when they had to fix the no. Uh, Hubble. No. Boy, can you imagine the things they're going to find if this one works, though? It's going to – I'm Armand, if there's one thing I'm excited for in the field of astronomy and science. find life on Pluto. It is this. Because you're going to be able, I mean, you are going to be able to take a, a view of our universe, galaxy. But well, I don't know about how much better the view is going to be, but I think it's more for detecting planets, etc. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah, you're going to learn. So and I don't know if the Crab Nebula is going to be any no, brighter. I, or... Maybe, but look, you can focus in, if you get the opportunity to focus in on a planet. Well, See that, the, and the constitution, get, the, get the right light reflections and everything, so you can determine that there's an atmosphere and yeah, everything. It's going to be billboards, other signs of life. I'm hey, why don't we get radio transmissions from other cultures? TV, huh? Well, maybe they don't have to. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm still afraid. Here's what I'm actually afraid of: that we're actually alone. This doesn't frighten me one bit. No, it kind of frightens me because we may need help someday. Not you and I. We'll be long gone, but we'll be just fine. We may need help. Don't worry about your legacy. We should all be worrying about our legacy. Of course, you've chosen not to have a legacy. 
That's correct. You're going to let all that brain power just That's right. rot in the ground. Not me. Cryo. I'm getting. Oh, you're getting cryogenic? Yeah, I'm going to put me Atta in the boy. Bunk me up with Ted Williams. You and Teddy ball game. <laughs> all right. I'll visit Armand and Ted out in Arizona. We won't let this DNA unravel. 1864, the Confederate General John Bell Hood orders the evacuation of Atlanta. Smart move. Yeah. Smart move. This ends a four-month siege. The evacuation also means Sherman's going to now yeah, plow on no through. there's no statues of this poor guy. No, hell, screw be, it. They'll give be desecrated. Guy, give this guy a statue. He's smart Why? enough to say, get the hell out. Yeah, but he's Confederate. I don't, means... No, I don't, he saved lives. At the end of the Doesn't day, matter. he saved lives. He's a traitor, a racist. Okay, yeah, he's on the traitor side. But again, people are going to die. He saved a lot. He fi- get out. This Sherman is out here, and he's got a book of matches. This doesn't look good. All right, to settle down, will you? Oh, come on. You've got to give the guy credit. you got to give the guy credit. What, for evacuating? Yes. That's brilliant. Yeah, well, Vicksburg didn't. You know what they let the, happen to the people? I don't know if they had the choice. The, they were yeah, they bottled they, up. They did at one point. Well, everybody at They one let point. those poor people sit there, and, and Sherman and Grant just lobbed artillery into them. And, and just th- those people were living in caves. By the time it was over. Well, it's not the first time. No, it's the not. last. Uh, 1878. Your first female telephone operator is... Is that, a, is that implying that there was a male operator before that? It's got, to. I, don't it's know got about to. that. I don't think so. Uh, and her name uh, is Emma Nutt. She's recruited by none other, none other than Alexander Graham Bell to work at the Boston Telephone Dispatch Company. I wonder if he, how he hired people. You know what I think I mean? there's a casting call for yeah. a telephone operator. Couch. Right. Oh, jeez. The casting booth. The only thing I the can. phone booth. <laughs> the casting booth. Well, they we're talking about phones. I, I, Did they even have a phone we're, booth? We're old now, yeah, because the kids probably don't even know what the hell we're talking about. What's that? A tanning booth? It's like when Superman walks up to that. Yeah, uh, they can't do that anymore. <laughs> looks he, at it like, what am I supposed to do with now this? Now he goes to the AT&T store. All right. Anyway, so yeah, this gal, she was. I think she's overpaid. Ten bucks a month, only Ooh. working, only working fifty-four hours a week. The hell with this. Oh, come yeah, on. I wouldn't. I'd cut her away. Fifty-four hours a week for ten bucks a month. Yeah, apparently. Eighteen seventy-eight. I think ten bucks a month is pretty, pretty good. nice yeah. money. And fifty-four hours a week was a short one. Yeah, uh, that's that's that's. Uh, apparently, she could remember every number in the New England Directory too. That's good. Pretty sharp. I mean, yeah. That's over. That's uh, that's over ten hours a day. How many numbers were in the New England directory? I don't think you could. Yeah, you think you could memorize 10? What were the numbers like then? I don't know. It was like Butterfield 654? Was Was it that type of thing? I guess it was, yeah. Crispus Attics 3478. Yeah. The only thing I can think of, like telephone operator, every time you tell me female telephone operator, I think of Lily Tomlin. Oh, uh, well, we got her today. Oh, that's right. You ruined it. Oh, I was going to do my imitation. I'll save it. One ringy dingy. (laughs) One ringy. Two ringy dingy. (laughs) Is this this the party to whom I am speaking? A gracious and good afternoon. That's great. Yeah, that was pretty (laughs) funny. Is this the party to whom I am speaking? No. No, it's the other party. (laughs) That's a great line. That's actually pretty funny. 1897. That was Ernestine, right? Ernestine. Ernestine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then Carol Burnett did the one uh, with uh, Mr. Wiggins. Oh, well, yeah. That's, but but uh, she wasn't a telephone a, operator. No, she's secretary. She just, yeah. You know, you from, you know from the side, your, your back bottom half looks like the continent of Africa. Remember <laughs> <laughs> that line? <laughs> I think that was an ad lib, too, because she was cracking up when he said that. Con- yeah, Conway would always go off script. God, God bless him. His, what, what, what was his toupee? The, the Yokohama Sportster. The Yokohama Sportster. <laughs> yep. He and his. In the summer, I get dandruff. In the winter, I get silkworms. <laughs> yeah, he went to the circus bad. and he saw the Siamese elephants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also in Boston, uh, about 20 years later, 1897, Boston, and I wouldn't have known this, becomes the first city in North America to open up an underground rapid transit system. It's called the Tremont Street Subway. Where's that? Where'd that come from? New York? I thought I had one already. I did too. Well, maybe not. I don't think New York. I did too. I don't know. That may be true because uh, I, New but York. They, I don't think was 1890. I, I think it was like 1901. Or I think something. the proper adjective is underground. That I doesn't think mean anything. It's a subway. It's got to be underground. Or well, New York may have had rapid transit, but it may have may have been I elevated. Think New York was in 1900s. May have been elevated rail. 
and this subway, for all I know, the Tremont subway may have just gone up and down Tremont. So yeah, New York, that doesn't count. No, I want a system. I want a grid. I want stations. I want that, transfers. I don't. I didn't think they started working on that till like 1901. I thought yeah. it was the first. So Boston apparently gets the credit for this, okay. even even though I'll buy that. Yeah, 1914. Oh, Saint Petersburg, Russia, which I someday hope to visit. Armand gets its name changed to Petrograd. Yeah, well, don't. Uh, and then it, after don't that, build any statues yeah, there yet. After that, it became. Well, it's Petrograd. Uh, I say grade. And then uh, then back to St. Petersburg, I think. And then back to Leningrad. Then Leningrad. Well, then well, to Leningrad. After Petrograd, it was Leningrad, then back to St. Petersburg. Petersburg. What was it called before St. Petersburg? Well, that know. was it, right? Wasn't well, that maybe. how it was dedicated? Yeah. Uh, 1914. Martha. Martha passes away in the Cincinnati Zoo, Armand. Oh, who cares? This is the last known passenger pigeon yeah, on the face of the Yeah, except supposedly there was another one, and the kid shot it with a BB gun. Yes, I've heard that story. <laughs> How'd you like to be good, that? Good for him. What's it going to mate with anyway? So uh, Oh, you're done. Put it out of its You're misery. done at this point. I don't know. You know, I, I'm not the... First, I, I don't... Like, what, 99.3% or of more? everything it, that yeah. has ever lived right. is extinct. Right. That's just the way it goes, so the hell with it. What surprised me was how many of these damn things were around. There were like billions, supposedly. And how did they get all killed off? Oh, deforestation, global warming. No, de- no. Well, de- hunting, hunting, I guess, deforestation. Well, we nearly wiped out. That's the, a lot of birds to kill. I don't nearly know. wiped out the bison on. How about the great auk? Well, how about them? It's gone. Yeah. And the dodo. Now you know I love there it when some, many of them I love around. it when something's extinct and then they find one, which implies that obviously it's never been extinct. Like take that Tasmanian devil. Those were extinct. I thought they were. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know about that. But now I, that no, coelacanth is the one. That, that's the that's, one that shocked yeah. everybody. Yeah. Come in, throw a fish on the beach, and yeah, somebody like goes, 1935. Whoa, wait a second. That thing was like supposed to be extinct. You know, like the Cretaceous or right, something. Right. Like millions of years. Nope. Still swimming around well, down I hope, there. I hope they find me after I go extinct. Can you imagine what's swimming around at the bottom of our oceans? Whew. Mostly plastic. I mean, no, that oh, floats. unfortunately, that floats. They say there's a guard. They say there's a. Uh, a, a collection of plastic in the Pacific the size of the state of Texas. I know, you know, we'll clean that up. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. Take well, all the global warming money and clean it. up that fucking Recycle ocean. it. Well, I don't care about that. you got to clean it first. What's out there in salt water? How dirty can it be? Well, you got to get it, though. Well, yeah, gonna, send well, a big boat out there, open the front of the boat like a whale, and just go driving through there. Now, would you agree that, that the money that we spend on global warming would be better spent on cleaning the oceans? Now, yeah. that, at least you're accomplishing something. I would rather have clean oceans. Yeah, me too. Because if we're going to have more water in the oceans, I'd rather it be clean. Although I think they got a, that new desalinization uh, process using nanotubes. Yeah. That's supposed to be work pretty well. Oh, so. very good. Yeah. Well, that could solve a lot of problems in a lot of Because the pores in the nanotubes country. are so small, apparently they, keep, they filter out the through. salt and all the other yeah, electrolytes. Very cool. Very good, yeah. Because the other process pretty damn small. is distillation, which is expensive. And yeah, well, the, yeah, the Saudis can afford it, but well, yeah, else. no one else can, and Golans can't afford it. <laughs> Tell you that. No. All right, now to the big date, 1939, September 1st, 1939. You know, a lot of stuff happens. I was not aware of all of the things that actually went down besides the invasion of Poland. Well, I was which, not aware there was a country called Slovakia at that time. I wasn't where, either. This come from? I don't know. But Nazi Germany indeed invades Poland, beginning the European phase of World War II. You can say World War II was already started, I guess, in the Far East, if you count Japan, China, yeah, Korea. Probably not. That's... That seems like a regional thing to me, though, at that point, not a full-blown World War. So, of course, the Germans, after the false flag deal with the radio station of August 31st, roll into Poland on yeah, September they the sure 1st. Did. And roll they do. My God. Yeah, they caught the Polish uh, Air Force on the ground, and yeah, it didn't take long. No. Although they fought pretty bravely, the Polish. Oh, they did, man. Until the Russians invaded, too. Well, that's the bitch of it, ain't it? They got snapped up pretty fast, but. Poland. Yeah, they actually. Great country, bad geography. Surprisingly, uh, pretty stiff resistance. If they could just move that country, they'd have it made. Because it's a beautiful country. You ever been there? I haven't. My mom has. Why don't you travel? Been to Tijuana. Good. Uh,. Here's what else happened on the thir- on the first of September, nineteen thirty nine. Yeah. The U.S. Army makes George C. Marshall. What's the C stand for? 
Carver? No. Coolidge. I think it's Caitlett. What? George Caitlett Marshall. No it? kidding. I didn't, I didn't, Caitlett. Yeah. Well, anyway, George General jo- uh, General George C. Marshall. He becomes chief of staff yeah, of the U.S. He Army. Was okay, but I, Marshall plan makes me sick. Now, while the Germans are busy crossing the border, here's what the German hierarchy is busy doing. In 1939, on September 1st, the wound badge for the Wehrmacht, the Wehrmacht, 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 Wehrmacht. WV, you know that, Wehrmacht, yeah, the SS, the Kriegsmarine, and the Luftwaffe, Luftwaffe, yeah, George Catlett, Catlett, Catlett not Catlett, Catlett, well, it might be, it's CA, it may be Catlett, it could be the long say it's Catlett. So the wounded badge for those four services of the German uh, military is instituted. The final version of the Iron Cross is also instituted on this date. Oh, that's nice. So the day that they're rolling into Poland, the Germans are also saying, shh, let's get the badges and medals out, boys. That is a pretty sharp-looking medal. Well, you, you see know, that, that iron. I collar, tell you what, yeah, man, man. You see that iron cross. It in, that in commands respect. instinctively invokes almost fear and dread, doesn't it? Yeah, that and those two, the skull. The two, the, the, de- uh, the death's head. Yeah. Is it the death head or the death's head? Death's head, I think it death's is, yeah. Head. Uh, now, on the same day, September the 1st, Switzerland mobil- mobilizes its forces, and the Swiss parliament elects a guy named Henri Goussin to head the Swiss armored forces. Oh, they're, now, they're going to be a big factor in this war. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You're, you, that's another one of your hard on. Oh, I hate the Swiss. Yeah, you and the Swiss. I hate it. All right. Don't Stick buy the making cheese. chocolate and clocks. All right. You can't be neutral in these things. Oh, why not? But we'll take all They're that smart. gold, bring all that gold in here, and we'll give you a secret bank account. Well, how about Sweden? You hate them too? They were um, neutral too. I'm not a huge fan. Oh, okay. So anybody didn't fight, it's no good. Sometimes People you have are smart. Hey, hey listen. Sometimes yeah. you got to take a side. No, you don't. Okay. Have you learned nothing from this show? I, have you learned nothing from? Sometimes have you got to take a side. Nothing from history. 1939 as well. On the very what, same again? Date. Yes, it's right, amazing. Enough, Jesus Christ! Hitler signs the order to begin the systematic systematic euthanasia of the mentally ill and the disabled. I didn't know it took that long. I thought that was good long grief. before that. Did they just say, "Let's wait to September first and we'll sign everything"? Yeah, they got a lot done on that day, man. Talk about the first hundred days, huh? Talk about the first twenty-four hours. Yeah. They're busy just scribbling on paper here, signing everything. We got badges. We got medals. We're going to kill all the mentally ill and disabled. Switzerland's going to give Swiss Army knives to all their soldiers. Remember Montgomery Clift in uh, Judgment at Nuremberg? Which scene? Which scene? He only had one. Because they, they only had one scene? Yeah, because they said he was was a mentally defective, so they sterilized him. They sterilized him, yeah. Yeah. I think he gerbled. I think he was gerbilized, too. But people have been being sterilized for years. Sure. In this, yeah, in this country, too. Yes. Well, Romans what. did it. Greeks did it. They're called eunuchs. Not that. I'm talking about because of, quote, mental, mental defection. I, I and know. Stuff like that. Well, Trust me, I know. That's, yeah. Well, that's been happening look, a long way. No Margaret Sanger was trying to do. Look no further than the Kennedy sister up in Wisconsin. Oh, that was, they lobotomized her. Yeah. I mean, that's brutal. Okay, so there you have it. Well, that's what we were talking Nin- about Iceland too. You don't have to worry about oh, in Iceland it anymore. It just kills me. That I don't. Arm, I don't even want to bring it up because yeah. it really. I mean, it really bothers me. Because well, a- I've said it before. I, I've worked with Down syndrome uh, uh, kids and adults. Uh, I've known lots of classmates who've had a Down syndrome sibling or cousin. I know. I know. And these I'm not these are a side on God almighty, No, you have to take a side. These are angels amongst us. There is no reason yeah, but what happens, to terminate. But, okay. Well, the question is though, is, is it uh, the impetus of society to take care of these people when you know, I when don't know, mom and dad pass away? Yeah. That's the question. You're Can't not, we make that argument about everybody? Because they do live longer and longer. I mean, it's not, well, it's no, not they, like they live 15 years old and they're dead No, now. they are. They, they they, their long, life they expectancies right. have gone up, which... I, on, I'm on the side of, yes, they, they should uh, be allowed. You know, I don't think they should be aborted. Thank you. That's Thank you for taking that courageous stand. That's my opinion, though, but you... you... <laughs> Say yes to life, Armand. Come on. Oh, really? Tell your abortion buddies uh, all that. Go, go to some, you know, pro-choice rally and say that. You'll be beaten down. I won't be beaten down. I ain't going to be caught dead at a pro-life rally. Not pro-life or pro-choice. Pro, pro-choice rally. And I am. I am pro-choice, but not 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 in that manner. Oh. Not not for birth control. 
Well, I think there's some inconsistency. No, there. I'm I'm aware. Okay, I'm aware because you know most of these terminations are just because it's inconvenient. I know. <laughs> I know. Pretty I, I got I got a better solution. Yeah, I got a better solution. Well, you know what it's called? It's called prophylactic. I got a better solution. You know, it's called sell the babies, allow them to be sold. Then everybody's happy because there's a lot of people that want babies. I know there are. Okay. I put them on the market along with your kidneys and your testicles. Well, the Irish nuns did that. I don't have a problem with that at all. Remember that that was the teenage girl would get pregnant. They'd say, oh, she's going on a trip. Oh, yeah. Uh And she'd go to the home and have the baby. Irish accent. The baby would be. uh, She's going on a trip. Yeah. A trip. Yeah. That's that's an Irish accent. Top of the morning to you. Tura, Lura, Lura. All right. So that's that's anyway, everything that happened on 1939. How about some birthdays? Yeah, geez. Let's get to it. All right. I don't know why you included this guy. I, just I don't even know who he is. 1711, William IV, the Prince of Orange. Nice well, title. I assume that's uh, there you go. Netherlands. Yeah. I don't know what he did. 1854. Now, the William IV of England. Different guy. Yeah. Well, yeah. After, um, that was after Victoria. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait a minute. Let's see. Was it? Victoria, then uh, wasn't it yeah, Edward William the Fourth? Okay, uh, 1854, Engelbert Humperdinck. Yeah, not a bad opera. He only did one that was any good. Uh, Hansel and Gretel. Yeah, that's a good one. You ever seen it? No, of course no, you don't. Not the, not, Probably watched I don't it on pay YouTube. To see an opera. Yeah. Uh, 1866, James J. Corbett. Oh yeah. Now here's a guy. This is a man's gentleman, man. Jim. Gentleman, Jim, baby. This is when boxing was really boxing, oh, I, too. I, I, I was wrong. That was before. There was one before Queen Elizabeth. Yeah. No, I, you were just switched up. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll give you a mulligan. Because after Queen, who came after Queen Victoria? George well, the, V, right? Well, the, the Edwards. You get the Edwardian period, don't you? Then into the Georges. 1801. I thought it was George the Fifth. Who would have been? Edward the Sixth? That's no, what I thought. No, I had to be. No, Edward the uh Edward the Seventh, I guess. Got to be Edward the Seventh. All right, you figure Edward that. Edward the Sixth. Was Let's a talk about gentlemen Jim, Jim Corbett when boxing was boxing. Well, I, I don't know. That was that. It wasn't boxing, but what the hell was it then? Yeah, that was Edward the Seventh. Yeah, then George the Fifth. Yeah, because George the Fifth was during World War One. Yeah. Okay. Armand stands corrected. Yeah, I don't know what I'm thinking today. Yeah, you're off today. Is the market okay? So it was. Yeah, yeah I got to okay. check. So. Now, you know me. There's things that I would have liked to have seen. Yeah. I would have loved to have seen a bare-knuckle boxing match. Just just watch Gentleman Jim with Errol Flynn. I know. But, I mean, and here's the other thing. There's no, like, a 15-round limit. No, 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 no. No, I think he knocked out uh, you, Corbett the, in the 21st. 21st round. That wasn't even close. I mean, like, uh, Cor- oh. I think uh, John L. Sullivan beat out Jack Kilrain in, like, the 80th round or 81st. Oh, my God. That's, yeah, that's real boxing. That is unbelievable. Wrestling was like that, too. Hackenschmidt and, and uh, Gotch went at it for like a couple hours, you know. So what is and so? Um, and that's a three count pin match. I think. Uh, yeah, I don't think it was a three. Yeah, I guess probably three. I don't know. I don't know if he was submissions or yeah, submission. submission. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, so, catch, so catch wrestling usually it's a submission. So there there wasn't a like. I don't know, even think there was a pin twenty minute time limit. No hell no. No, which is great. Yeah, because now you're getting into the real stamina. Which is, that's really what athletics well, I think is that's why supposed to be about. The first time. All right. Uh, uh, anyway. Uh, 1875. Uh, Corbett. Uh, like oh, good. Said, now you got more on Corbett. Well, now I got, now I got you movie. interested. Errol yes. Flynn played yes. him, you know. In fact, there. this is when his rape trial was going on. Oh. So some, oh. Of, the, some of the wags were saying, I think we ought to just call it Jim. <laughs> some of the wags were saying. Yes, yeah. Cause, in fact, that was a, there's another one. uh when he was under the rape trial, he's making desperate journey with Ronald yeah. Reagan. Wags is one of the best terms ever invented. Thank you, the pundits and uh, <laughs> the just, Illuminati. Yes, but anyway, he's he's making desperate journey with Ronald Reagan, and you know, this is like I said, he's undergoing this, he's going through this rape trial, and uh, like one of the one of the uh, on the <laughs> on the uh, trailer, they said they know only one word: attack. <laughs> So they had to take that out because yeah, crowds were – they had that reaction. Crowds were getting up. Yeah. Ooh. It's pretty funny, but gentleman Jim. In All fact, right. there, I think there was a line in the – I think the last line in the movie was, I'm no gentleman, he I'm said. no gentleman. They, they cut that. Yeah, that wasn't a good idea. All right. 1875. He was innocent, though. Edgar Rice Burroughs, the soldier and author. Yeah, well, I think Disney's still pissed at him for John Carter. He, he wrote John Carter. Why should Disney be pissed at him for John Carter? $200 million. 
It's their big, fault. Big they flop. made they made it. I know, but and they made it badly. Yeah, well, I didn't think it was as bad as Tarzan with uh, uh, uh what's his name, <laughs> Miles O'Keefe. Remember and Bo Derek. Did well, that Tarzan's that? okay. No, yeah. no, Armand, that Tarzan is quite okay. What? Have you seen it? Yes. You're watching it for one reason, and if you're not oh, watching yeah. it for that reason, don't see... pretend you're watching it for another reason. Yeah, you get to see uh, Bose Van Dyke. But Whew. apparently, John Derek was getting a little pissed at Miles. Okay, they were they're taking doing, yeah, little they, liberties. Yeah, they they were doing they were doing a lot of rehearsing. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, Miles O'Keefe. I don't want to ever have that guy. What a great actor. Now, did you ever read the actual Tarzan series or the John Carter no, I read, series? Yeah, I read John Carter when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah and you liked it, right? Yeah, yeah. I was in that Mars phase. But it's you know? not something – I don't know how you translate – not a great writer. but it's. I don't know how you translate it to film, though, really successfully. Because it's going to look like – Tarzan the, or no, John Carter? John Carter. It's going to look like what the, the best written books series. Well, you anyways. can correct it. Hey, screenwriter, you can correct that. I think I could have done a better job than they did. There you go. It was pretty awful. All right. 1920, Richard Farnsworth, good American actor and stuntman. Yeah, I don't know. He's, he finally got an Academy Award nomination for something. I, don't, I can't believe it. I don't yeah, know. it was He's the one where a, the, the. Just the, his grizzled old. No, he uh, drives a lawnmower across Canada. Is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah, I forget the name of the movie. It wasn't Lawnmower Man or something. It was like okay. the Gray Fox know, or this something. This guy's like, you know, he's pretty. Well, he's wasn't pretty it, dull. It, isn't he in the Natural with a? Yeah, I guess he's, he's been, there been around a long time. Wilford Brimley in the dugout. Oh, was he? Yeah, yeah probably. They're 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 playing Guess That Tune. I guess Brimley's still alive, right? That's amazing. God, if he's still alive, he looked old when he made Cocoon. That was a man. He literally years. looked old forty years ago. Yes. Yeah. He looked old in the firm. They never die. Well, yeah, he was like, I, don't, I don't know how they figured him being a badass. But well, he was. But, well, that, that albino that was with him was oh, uh, that, the, oh, the henchman. Yes. Uh, 1923, happy birthday, Rocky Marciano. Well, They're that one. Just talked about it. They're that one. Can you name that movie? No. Where Rocky Marciano comes up? Uh-uh. Yeah, coming to America. Oh. What did Rocky Marciano call his right hand? Uh, Clubber Lang. Susie Q. <laughs> Susie Q. Yep. You need to watch Coming to America just for the Rocky Marciano I've seen scene. It. It's been a while. Uh, 1931, Boxcar Willie. Oh, Boxcar. He was on TV all the time trying to sell you an album. Remember that? When KTEL and those things would, for, for $9.99, you can get a thousand songs or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Boxcar Willie would always be one of the artists. 1938, happy birthday, Alan Dershowitz. I love this dude. I know. I'm not anything against him. I think he's too liberal, but uh, no, just, just the guy. Throw that out for a second, just what? from the legal sense. Well, I don't know how brilliant the guy is. I guess I don't okay. know, man. I, I don't know. I'm Reversal of fortune. You got Klaus yeah, von Bülow off, I know. man. He lucked out on that one, but but luck. He, well, it was more or less. I think it was more uh, just. What am I thinking? Perseverance than it, than genius, right? He just hung with it and didn't buy the crap, and I don't know. I don't was know. it some courtroom? Magic that he performed? I don't think so. I don't. He's no Clarence Darrow, but the guy knows his shit. I got to give him that much. He probably has a Talmudic knowledge of law. I'll give I'd him still like to meet Klaus. I don't know what your. I'm fat. I was. I'd rather, I'd rather meet the guy that you. portrayed him. What's his name? Ironside. Ron Silver. No, wasn't it Michael Ironside or no? Oh, Jeremy Irons. Jeremy Irons. Yeah. Ron he, Silver played uh, Dershowitz in the movie. Yeah. Right, Jeremy, yeah, Jeremy Irons. Irons. Kind of man oh, he was spectacular. Well, to meet him as Klaus. I see one of my biggest disappointments in life. Well, not one of my biggest. <laughs> yeah, I always not winning, not winning after, a Nobel after Prize after watching Reversal of Fortune repeatedly. I was yeah. always like, "What a great day it's going to be when Sonny Von Bulow wakes up." <laughs> you have some interesting thoughts. I know, wouldn't it? But because now we're going to know. I mean, this is going to be tabloid sensational stuff, right? Sonny is awake. I mean, can you imagine the New York Post and everything? I wasn't that interested in the whole thing. And then she died in her coma, yeah. and I was bitterly disappointed. All right, just watch Reversal of Fortune. And I have, have repeatedly. A drink. Yeah, it'll make you feel better. Uh, like I said, I don't know how great a lawyer this guy. I mean, I guess his knowledge is very good, but I, I don't know. I mean, is this guy like a Clarence Darrow? That's what I'm trying to say. I, mean, I, don't, he, I, I can't this answer. This courtroom I can't wizard. Answer. You know? I mean, he argued in front of us. I mean, I, see, I watch him on TV. Like I said, I don't agree with a lot of what he says. Uh, sure, but sure. he's got a reason for it. He's not just some moron. No, no. I fe- it makes me feel better. He know he does his homework. That's the liberalism I can't stand. He does his homework. Yeah. 
1939. Oh, you know, his, and you know who his most brilliant student was? Oh, hold on. This is a good one. Somebody you don't like. Uh, it's not Barry Sheck, is it? No. It's a senator. It's a senator. What state? Texas. Oh. I don't know. You think you can make yourself form the, your lips no, to say his name? Ted Cruz. I will say this though. You know what? Most brilliant law student. You know what I've heard about Ted Cruz that echoes exactly what you just said. What's that? I have heard people and people who work with us. Yeah. Who have governmental relationship ties. Yeah. We have some of them. They have been told repeatedly that Ted Cruz is the smartest man in the room. I I don't think anybody denies that. The guy is unbelievable. I mean, he listen to him speak. He is a legitimate genius. Yeah. Unfortunately, nobody likes him. Well, I don't know about that. But. No, that that's pretty true. Nobody, including his fellow. But if you just want to go on raw yeah. brain processing power, Ted Cruz got it, man. He is a smart, smart guy. Okay. So well, I echo least... your sentiment from Mr. Dershowitz. Talk, I don't know the guy. I'm just telling you what Dershowitz said. Well, yeah. Dershowitz is correct, and I've heard that repeatedly. I don't know if he's brilliant. I don't know if he's no, totally no, dislikable. I've, I've never I've met heard, him. I've heard it from different but sources, when too. when he speaks... That it Ted, does seem Ted like Cruz he's a pretty bright guy. Damn smart. The shit he remembers right off the top of his head. It, it just probably should have been the nominee. I mean, probably should have been the nominee. I probably would have lost though. But you know, like Rick well, Perry, you know, he the, can't remember what uh, Rick Perry. You know, the only thing Rick Perry ever I like did. It. Now he's probably like. No, he is a likable guy. Okay, but he can't I remember would what. Like uh, to hang out with Rick Perry. He doesn't belong anywhere near whatever department. I think it's energy. Yeah, there shouldn't be any energy department. that he's heading up. The oh, best oh. thing Rick Perry ever did was help Texas A&M get into the Southeastern Conference. Oh, okay, so you you think it requires some sort of special genius to to be the head of the Department of Energy? Are you kidding me? No, I think it. I, I think, think it, I think uh, I think it requires. I think Miles O'Keefe could I be head it, of. The I think Department it requires a, a little bit of knowledge about what oh, ener- you know they, energy is. Oh, you don't think Rick Perry knows about oil? I don't. I don't, I don't they, know. See. If, if you listen to the liberals, they just want somebody that's anti-fossil fuel in charge of the Department of Energy. That's just because he's – and he may be in the pocket of fossil fuel, but that's great. That's what I want because fossil fuel is cheap and plentiful. For it's going to lead to all these advances that are going to make our lives better. Okay. Okay. Not solar and not wind. Well, I'm hoping that they can turn the tide so we can have clean energy. We do. And it's called natural gas and clean coal. Yeah, that is – Clean nat- coal is nat- very clean. Natural gas. And nuclear power, is, which nobody well, wants. That's, right. You See? and I are in agreement well, on that there you one. Go. Nuclear power. Problem can, solved, but problem nobody solved, wants to do it. And we can't have it. Right. 1939, Lily You're Tomlin. Making a little bit of sense today. Uh, okay. One ringy dingy, <laughs> two ringy dingy. Yeah. She's pretty funny. How old is she? She is. Oh, God, oh getting she's old. getting she's. Oh, my God. She's 78 today. Holy smoke. You know, she was actually in a pretty good movie with, uh, did you ever see? The Incredible Shrinking Woman? No, no. That's a piece of shit. Nine to five. It's not a comedy. That was actually okay. No, this is with uh, Art Carney. It was uh, Art Carney's like this uh, detective, private detective. It was like a, a, a Dashiell Hammett kind of thing. God, Arma, God I vaguely remember this. I can't believe I can't remember that movie. It was it was actually pretty good. The long long kiss good night or something like that. Well, that is a that's that's that Chandler. A, I don't that's think it's a Chandler. Chandler. I don't think it's Chandler. That was Elliot Gould. This is like the long goodbye. Maybe the long goodbye. No, is that a Hamlet? Hammett. No. Hammett? No, this was like an original screenplay in the 70s. This Did it have Robert Mitchum in it? No. No. Robert Mitchum made those remakes of... Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah, Big Sleep and uh, the other one. No, I think it's called The Long Goodbye. I think you're right. I'm just Art gonna... Carney was this old, washed-up private detective. Bill Macy was in it. You're you're close. You're close. What's it called? And I do, rem- I do remember this movie. Wow, Armand, you are amazing sometimes. It's called The Late Show. Oh, The Late Show. 1977. Right. It's a comedy she's mystery like a, thriller. Yeah, she's like a hippie, and she, Art yeah. Carney's like, she t- takes the case. I think she's looking for a cat or something. It's really a weird, it, I'll tell you, the, the plot is pure gossamer. Let's put it that way. But here, here, here's, your, here's, your, uh, here's your description, your yeah. one sentence, your, the one line. Yeah, log line. Yeah. yeah, the log line. A grumpy, semi-retired private investigator partners with a quirky female client to catch the people who murdered his partner. Okay, but she's looking for a cat, somebody. She's got some cat. Or that was, she didn't care about the partner. But it was actually pretty pretty good. 
It got nominated for an Oscar. For what? I don't know. Well, I'm sure there's something. Best writing, best screenplay. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Who wrote it, do you say? It wasn't Hammond. Robert Benton. Oh, Robert Benton. That's well, he's a pretty, pretty good, good guy. Yeah, he's a pretty good writer. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it wasn't just shit. It was actually a pretty good movie. And it was in L.A., and it was, you know, yeah. was, I liked it. That 70s where they revisited film noir for a little bit. I to talk bit. to E about getting this. Uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, also, 1946, happy birthday, Barry Gibb. Yeah, he's one of, now the rest of them are dead, right? Yeah, Maurice and Robin are yeah. gone. How many are left? How many were there? Three originally? Well, there's actually four. four right? Andy's the younger one. He's who, still alive? No. Who's dead? Maurice, I can never remember. Robin and Andy. Well, yeah, because I remember Maurice is Morte, so that's easy. Now, who else died? Robin, who the red-haired wow. one. Oh, wow. Who killed Cock Robin? So he's dead. Okay, and, and who's uh, the other one? Uh, Andy, the younger Andy one. Andy, too? I'm pretty sure. I'll check Jesus for Christ. I know. I was kill a, these guys? I was a huge Bee Gees fan. No, uh, see, if I were if I were completely uh, Granite City, I'd think that you were a, you know you were a little short in the pod, but they're actually pretty good. Now, who did Tragedy? Was that the Bee Gees? Or that just was one the of them? Bee Gees. Nah, nah, I think it was just one of them though. Right? No, 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 Andy no. Gibbers. No, no, Tragedy is the Bee Gees. Well, it, some of them are just like one, you know. Well, look, uh, they're not the whole. The whole Barry group. does the heavy lifting on a lot of the songs. Because he could hit the high, high He's notes. He's still alive. And Barry's also the one, you know, tragedy. Yeah. Do, 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 so that's do, do. Bee Gees. He's yeah, also came, he, Barry also came up with this. What the hell's that? The explosion on tragedy. Oh, oh that's right. He, he, yeah, he, that he realized if he covered the mic in a way and just went. Oh, okay. And they. they I like that. So song. they didn't really even have to put a studio effect on it. They just. He did it. What's that one? Uh, how do you mend a broken heart? Oh, they got so. Is many. that the name of the song? They got so many That's damn good. good. So well, I like if you that song. look, go do me a favor, will you? Trust me. <laughs> go get spirits having flown, and just put that album on. Okay. Right. How deep is your love? I think I'd rather just get best of the Bee Gees. How about That's that? That's fine. All right. Yeah, but you get all the disco things too. Well, That's cool. Okay. Well, if you're I cool got, with the I disco, got a and I am, because I love jive talking. Yeah. That's not I bad. love Saturday Night Fever. I love tragedy. Uh. Night Fever? What Night it? Fever. Yeah. Now, what was the sequel? What I want to do is get a 79 silver the, Trans Am and just Night Fever blare the, the Bee Gees well, out of it. I'd rather Blair Caruso, but they're not. Out of a 79 there. silver Trans Am? They're that, that'd be That'd be odd, but okay. Uh, Rolls Royce should be. Andy Gibb Caruso. died no, in 19. Ferrari. 1988. Wow. He was like the first to go then. Yes, he was. So Andy's dead, Maurice is dead, and Robin's dead. Robin's this dead. guy's the only guy left. Yep. Okay, well, that's it. Well, happy birthday. Yep. Hang in there, man. All right, and then Gloria Estevan, who herself survived death. Now, I remember this. Now, wasn't she? Was she a... Uh, uh, in the bus crash. No, I'm talking about, wasn't she on the one of those shows, The Voice or something, one of, something like that? Like a talent show? Yeah. Oh, wasn't she, she a judge? Been. I mean, she's a oh, judge. probably. Because I remember I was listening to Howard Stern, and some guy that was on it was talking about how he banged her afterwards. Oh, Yeah, he got on. some pretty good detail about her, too. I don't know if I'm thinking of the right part. I think that's who it was. I think she's talking about Gloria Estefan. Miami Sound Machine, That's right? right. Yeah, I think it was her. Said she's a pretty good lay. Okay. So, hey, I can, I can give no finer salute. Really? Is, yeah. that, Gloria, is that the... Hail to the blithe spirit. Jeez. Wart thou never bird. I do know. Oh, remember it? Tony LaRusso? He yeah. loved her. He was a, he's a great lawyer too, right? <laughs> Wasn't he a lawyer? He had a, I don't know. <laughs> what kind of practice did he took have? Took the bar exam, maybe. He's about as good a lawyer as I'm a doctor right but now. He's taking that many cases. He once described Gloria Estevan to the media, the assembled media, one day at spring training. Yeah. I'll tell you what, that show, she's electric. Oh. Wow. From that moment on, that was all anyone did was imitate Larusa saying. <laughs> I sing Gloria Estefan electric. I sing the body electric. Yeah. All right. Back to the events. 1952. Hemingway gets uh, Old Man in the Sea published. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I'm more familiar. I, I've read it. it's a novella. It doesn't take you long to read it. No, I, I thought it was boring as hell. But two uh, hours. And so is the so is the a movie. Another boring. It's a guy in a boat with a kid. Yeah, and a, and a rubber marlin outside. Yeah, outside the boat, but because right. uh, they couldn't find a marlin that fit the, so they had to get a rubber one. Yike. He didn't think that Ed Spencer Tracy should have played him. By the way, he's probably right. I but think he, he is got a, right. Got nominated, for Academy Award. Yeah, Warren. I know. I know. It's a nice, quick read, though. Yeah, I, I was never a big Hemingway fan. He's a little I am too simple for me, and that's I guess that's his. That I don't know. That's his style. That's his idiom. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. 1969. Here's a guy that uh, Armand probably likes. 
I don't have a problem with this guy. A coup in Libya is uh, underway. September 1st, 69, bringing Muammar Gaddafi to power. Now, say what you want about Muammar, a dictator who... Uh, Once he was chastened, he was great. That's what he needed his comeuppance, and he got it. And he then he was okay. It. Now, why did we dethrone him? That, that's the stupidest thing we ever did. Well, I'll just say this. Say, but. Once Gaddafi saw Michael Jackson in those jackets... Yeah, he saw the light. And then that wardrobe changed. It was an epiphany. Woo! I mean, as dictators go wearing clown suits, this is the all-time greatest. Well, I think this it's, is this is the clubhouse leader by a mile. I'm not saying this guy's a good guy, but it, it's better to have a, a dictator in your pocket. You know, our son of a bitch, etc. <laughs> well, you know, I don't know why we toppled this guy because a French. But don't forget, he killed them. Americans. Okay. Yeah, but that's what he, we punished him for that, and he's like, okay, I won't do it anymore. Oh, won't do. It. All right, well, how much punishment do you want to do? Now look I what we've got. We've got uh, anarchy. You think Libya's in a better shape now? No. I Just don't. like Iraq. Yeah, we got to punish them. <sighs> punish if your shit. kid was on that flight back yeah, from... Yeah, what, what, what good does that do you? Okay. Because people want to see justice. At, you know, well, that's taking why. this guy out in the middle of, you know, and beating him like he was Mussolini, you know, and hanging We didn't his, do that. The well, Libyans did well, that. Well, you call that justice. I don't know. I don't know what kind of justice. I don't, I don't call it. that justice. We wanted to see justice. I'd like to see the guy tried. There's such a thing as real politique. I know. Okay, I so know. this justice shit's got to, you know... We got to keep our heads till this justice craze blows over. Is that what you're saying? Well, yeah. It's not a world. There's no justice in the world. Get used to it. 1972. Now here's one you're gonna love. Bobby Fischer dismisses Boris Spatsky, becomes the world chess champion in Reykjavik, Iceland. Him. He dispatched him. He dispatched him dismissively. Well, they'll, 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 if you have not watched the play another tournament, if you've not watched the documentary on this one, it is fascinating. Just fascinating, the hijinks that Fisher employs in Iceland while this is going on. I actually remember that Tonight Show. They were doing a, you know, it's like a Johnny's like got looking, he's got that weird, they, they made him up to look like Spassky, <laughs> and he's sitting at the chessboard. He's like, you know, it's like nobody's there. He's on his show. Remember, they kept cutting back and forth to it. He's like, where is he? Where is he? And then, like, the show's about to end. He goes, wait. He declares himself the winner, yeah. and, and Fisher shows Fisher up. Fisher walks in. Yeah. Oh, we were caught in traffic. Yeah, oh, yeah. Something, something. All that, that traffic in Reykjavik. Yeah, Reykjavik. He didn't like the curtains. He didn't like the TV camera making yeah. the noise. The table was too, oh, too t- low or something. He, he didn't like everything. He just, he just comes in, sits down. Oh, he did. That's right. the whole thing. I think all of life became nothing but a chessboard for Bobby at some point. Well, that and anti-Semitism. Oh, jeez. He's that- Jewish. Just unfat. Just- oh, I got into him. That had to be a mental disorder well, at that he, point. He's a little screwed up. Yeah. 1974, the uh, fastest transcontinental flight, New York, or transatlantic flight, New York to London. Jesus, look that's, at that's moving. One hour, 54 minutes, average speed of 1,435.587 miles per hour, accomplished by the SR-71 Blackbird. Blackbird, yeah. The plane that actually leaked fuel as it sat on the ground because it gained so much heat moving through the air that the plane would almost fuse together. Hmm. So when they filled it up, they had to take off right away. I saw it. It wasn't built for fuel efficiency. No, it wasn't. I saw it once in person. And it was spectacular. I built one when I was. You built a model? Yeah. It was a damn cool looking plane, cool man. Model, yeah. Uh, set not, it on fire. That was fun. Well, that's what you did. Shot with, with my BB gun and set yes. it on fire. I always wanted to build battleships, put them out on a lake, and then oh, watch them that. sink. We used to do that too. Good, good for you. Oh man, that's a we good. Used to, we used to shoot them with. Uh, that's a good childhood. Get a rubber band and a marble. And yeah, shoot that's a good childhood. Try to sink them. Crush your Hot Wheels. Yeah, put them through the compactor. That. Yeah. Cut off the cat's tail. Feed, feed, hey, feed your kitten to the piranhas. Let's. Uh, My yeah. cousin fed a kitten to piranhas oh, once. Oh no! Yeah, he was he was bad. he's a bad kid. Which cousin? That way I won't mention his. No. Oh, not, not that cousin. Oh, thank God. <laughs> he's too busy planning to blow up Turks. Okay. 1979, Pioneer 11 becomes the first spacecraft to get out to Saturn when it passes the planet at just 13,000 miles. I remember that. They had some decent pictures back from it. Yeah, I remember that. That's not when like I thought. Cas- not like Cassini's pictures, but you well, got a got a good look at Saturn. That yeah. was exciting. Well, that's when I thought we'd be by this time we'd be on Saturn, but boy, am I wrong. There's no reason to not be on Mars and Titan, right? 
Titan? Yeah. Well, what, humans on Titan? Yeah, why not? Oh, that's going to be pretty tough. Why not? That's the one place you can land on Saturn. You can't land on Saturn, but you can land on Titan. Yeah, but that's pretty far away. I'm not saying... From Saturn? It's right next to it. It's a fucking moon. I'm not talking about... You said Mars. That's... Yeah, that, but I don't think we can get there. You're going to send people to... I don't know how many years it takes to get there. I don't care. Send them. There, Armand, when they put out the request for volunteers for Mars, they, there is no shortage. Oh, I know. People are willing to do it. Yeah, it's not. That's... So send them. Let's it's try the practicality. It. Can it be done? I don't know. Hey, look. Done. I think you know Titan. Did 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 Scott Carpenter? Did John Glenn ask if it could be done, or did they say light this candle? There's a big difference between going to orbit and going to Titan. Mars, maybe, but even that's going to be tough. Well, Hal made it to Jupiter. Who? Hal, the Discovery. Oh, yeah. Well, John Carter. Oh, John where, Carter made it to Mars. That's right. That's where that space shuttle's named after. It's named after uh, the Discovery from 2001, isn't it? No, I think it's probably named after uh, Cook's ship. Or both. Well, who knows? Yeah. 18, or I'm sorry, 1982? Now, this is great. Only because I'd love a jacket or a hat. Oh, boy. The United States forms and founds the Air Force's Space Command. All right, yeah. I want I want my Captain Video space helmet. No doubt. In my in my How is it? Who do you work for? Photon I work laser for gun. Space Command. Space. Literally Command. Buzz Lightyear stuff here. Yeah. Space co- You're a Space Command. Do you remember do you remember the Atari game Missile Command? Yeah. I guess they couldn't take that. Probably trademark, so they had to go Space Command. Yeah, remember that remember that that honeymooners where they shared the the, the TV and uh, Art Carney came down and was, Remember, he's got his Captain Video helmet. And he had his <laughs> laser gun and everything. <laughs> helmet on, Captain Video. Captain Video. Captain Video and his Space Rangers. Oh, man. Uh, 1983, uh, during the Cold War that Armand believes doesn't exist. It existed, but we it was unnecessary. The Korean airliner flight 007. This is the day that shot down by a Soviet Union jet fighter. Uh, because it had gone into Soviet airspace. All 269 on board are killed, including a U.S. congressman, Lawrence McDonald. The, uh, and the documentary on this, I can't remember the name, is fascinating because they actually interview the pilot. of what? the Yes, of the SU-15 oh, yeah, who downed. Yeah. Because they call this in, and they call it to Moscow. And they're like, what, what do we do? Well, how'd this son of a bitch end up over Soviet airspace is what I want to know. I'm well, there's two conjectures. One is obviously a, a pilot error, pilot like error, error equipment me. malfunction, or the other, it was a spy plane. Nah, I don't know about that. I don't think so. That would be, God, I don't want to believe that. Or that a spy plane was running concurrent was he going? with it. Seoul? Where was he on? Where was I think he? it was New York to Seoul. Yeah. No, not... You know, well, I guess close. You're but flying not that close. You're flying down out of the Alaskan Arctic airspace, coming down the, coming down the edge of the Pacific Rim on the far eastern side. You know, passing Sokolov Island and things like that. So no, 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 Sakhalin. 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 Uh, yeah, that's island. the island so, we gave him for fighting two days against for the two Japanese. days against Japan. Yeah. Here's an island. Well, they, they earned it. And yeah. the Kuril Islands. All right. Well, that's tragedy, that, but uh, this I was in June. That was scary. That was scary because yeah, we were pissed. Classmates and everybody were like, "Okay, does this mean nuclear war is coming?" Because you just shot down an airplane, and that's when Reagan the next day says the evil empire, and it it's really on at that point. Mm. And he beat him, and then they wore him down. Yeah, the Space Command. See, yeah. formed formed one year earlier. The Federation. When did the Federation form? I don't know what star date that was. I don't was. think Kirk's been born yet. Has no, he? he has not been born yet. I don't think Kirk's born yet yet. Riverside, uh, Riverside, Iowa. That's where Iowa. from. Yeah. yeah. You wouldn't think Iowa to be a place for a whole bunch of space missions well, to like Luke Skywalker. Go he's out always of, dreaming of the yeah. stars out there. But it is. 1985, uh, Robert Ballard finds the RMS Titanic when a joint American-French expedition uh, locates the I wreckage. I assume you've, you have a boring documentary to espouse There's plenty. This there's yeah. plenty to watch on it. Um, it's kind of fascinating. Isn't there a book, Raise the Titanic or something? Yeah, I think book? that's fictional. Oh, is that a movie? I don't know. No, they wanted Ooh. to fill it up with ping-pong balls to make it buoyant and float it back to the town. Oh, Good idea. Yeah. Let's. Now, Titanic 2 is getting ready to launch soon. 
This what? Australian billionaire. Oh, okay. I thought I thought she was, there's a movie. No. So how the hell are you going to do? Only Cameron could come up with that one. <laughs> Titanic too. Calm down. The other half of the boat. Literally, an Australian billionaire. Look this up. Oh, I'm not okay. kidding. I don't have a problem. Has made Good. a seagoing replica. Oh. Exact. Hey, good for him. Of the Titanic. Probably make money. Now, if that thing sinks on its first voyage. Uh, nah, I think they're going to have some kind of iceberg repellent. Repellent. Yeah, I hope they do. Uh, and finally, 1991, as the Soviet Union continues to dissolve Uzbekistan. Uzbekistan. Uh, declares Ka- Tosh- its independence. Tashkent is the capital. Tashkent? Tashkent. You ever yeah. been? <laughs> I told you. It's I've been next to, to Armenia. No, it isn't. Yes, Pretty it's far away from Armenia. It's close. God. Close? Got to be a couple thousand miles. I don't think so, buddy. See, on the, so, the other side of the uh, the, of the Caspian Sea. Well, it's farther than that. Well, anyway, who cares? All right, let's look at who died. We wrap things up. I got three. How do you? Got any eights? Uh, no? Uh, 1988. I got, oh, no, I got 1988. Oh, oh. yeah, I got uh, 1967. Yes. Siegfried Sassoon. One of the World Vidal War Sassoon? No. Oh. Siegfried, one of the uh, World War One poets. They had poets in World War One. Yeah, Wilfred Owen, uh, wow. Siegfried Sassoon. Um, who was the other guy? The, the handsomest man in England. Uh, the one that Keynes was all over. And Strachey. Uh Rupert Brooke. Mm. Or as Radar would call him on MASH, Ruptured Brooke. Remember that? He was reading Rupert Brooke to that nurse, got laid. You don't give a girl a chance, do you? Remember that? That was a great episode. So anyway, Siegfried Sassoon. He's got some pretty good poetry. You know, talks about World War One. Right. Pr- brave as hell, apparently. This guy, like, won some medals, took like 60 Germans, himself, took a trench himself and stuff. Guy apparently had, like, a death wish. Yeah. Like, this guy's too good a soldier. I think, we, I think he's shell-shocked because he's, you know, he's going a little too hard at it. But anyway, he lived at 67, so he mm-hmm. made it. The rest of them got killed. And he died in... 67, 67, September yeah. 1st. Okay, so 1981, Albert Speer, one of the great German names of all time. I've read his book. I got I got to say. the Third Reich. All right, look, I know what he is, but you got to admit, he's a guy had vision. Well, had you ever see his, than Hitler, but. You ever see his models of Berlin and. Yeah, but, well, I think, you know, had Hitler listened to him as far as production and what to do with the ME-262 and a lot of other stuff, yeah. they would have been better yeah. off. That's what his deal was, but I think he was dismissed. Right. Uh, I agree. Uh, 19? I got 1988. 88? We have discussed. Now you talk about a brilliant guy, Louis Alvarez. We have discussed this guy. Mm-hmm. You've probably forgotten. Physicist, worked on the Manhattan Project, worked work with Fermi. Oh, wow. But was it very interesting was that he and his son Walter my came Ken, up with the My Al- friend Ken Kinneman grew up down the street from Enrico Fermi in Hinsdale, yeah, Illinois. That's where he lived. Yep. yep. Anyway, Alvarez worked with him, and he came up with the Alvarez hypothesis, which is, we talked about this. You expect me to remember he everything. And he and his son, Walter, uh, came up with the notion. There's, they, saw, they saw this little ring of iridium in the sediments, et cetera. I guess okay. they're studying geology. Mm-hmm. And they're the ones that came up with the, you know, the, uh, let's see, it would have been the, uh, the meteor- Permian-Triassic extinction. Extinction event. Right. Okay. Of the, uh, of the dinosaurs. This is your man. Yeah. That's pretty freaking brilliant big. guy. 1989, A. Bartlett Giamatti passes away. That's such a brilliant guy. The commissioner of baseball. Is he the guy that uh, screwed Rose? Put him away. Yeah, I don't like him. His son, of course, Paul Giamatti, Paul Giamatti the yeah, actor. The actor, yeah. I was there. Um, I remember 1989. I was working at Bush Stadium, and uh, I saw uh, the commissioner getting out of his car outside and uh, started to head into our office. And our security guard stopped him and wouldn't let him in. I had to go out and say, uh, no, Robert, it's okay. This is the commissioner of baseball. I know he doesn't have a pass, but it, it's okay. Nobody gets on a train without a badge. <laughs> That's exactly what the yeah. commissioner was going right. through. <laughs> I said, Robert, I, I, you're doing a great job. Remember? And I'm 17 years old, by the way, at this point, 18 years old. And I'm like, it's okay, Commissioner. We'll we'll get you we'll get you a lanyard with a tag. Yeah, even the okay. seal had a badge. <laughs> and just because orders is orders. Yeah, Commissioner of baseball couldn't get into a ballpark. I wish I was at home with a hot toddy. What's that? It's a drink. That's a too bad. <laughs> yeah, and finally, this is one of my favorites, oh, man. Yeah. 
I love this guy. I liked his. Uh, I gotta go listen to that uh, that song he sang in the Bandit. Eastbound, Eastbound and down. Eastbound and down. Yeah. Rolling. That's the name of his trucking. And his dog, Fred. Fred. Got, we gone, Fred. Fred got his ass kicked in that bar, remember? Well, no, Jerry got his ass yeah, kicked. Ross, Fred, Fred got Jerry's ass kicked. Yeah, because yeah. Fred needed hamburgers. Yeah. Ordered Fred 20 hamburgers. <laughs> well, anyway, he Jerry Reed. Motorcycles. God bless him. Oh, yeah, man. Jerry good. Reed driving driving the, the big rig with, with the bandit blocking yeah. for him. Uh, snowman, yeah, Smokey and the Where Bandit. Where are you? Yeah, yeah, running interference. Breaker, breaker, one nine. Uh, I didn't like the two as much. No, and three is a complete. Yeah, that's a joke. Crime against I, I humanity. I ought to watch that again because I thought, as I recall, it's pretty bad. So bad, it's kind of funny. I can't. Which one was the one? With, the second one was with Jackie Gleason and his brothers, right? His twins or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they got the elephant. Three in the didn't even have Burt Reynolds. Yeah. No, Jerry Reed plays the Bandit. Oh yeah. Not a not no. an inspired bit of cast. Number one is almost a perfect seventies movie. Yeah, that's yeah. Because I love that crap. We're Armon, you're a screenwriter. Why can't we write one of these? Remember those Cannonball Run, Smokey yeah. and the Bandit, yeah. Convoy. I don't know if they'd play anymore. Hell, why not? They don't get in that shit anymore. Oh, they should. He's going ten one hundred. Remember that? Oh yeah, it's better than ten two hundred. Better than ten two hundred. Yeah, there's some pretty good lines. Sally Fields had some good lines in that yeah. one. But Jackie Gleason's. Uh, me, what do you ask a Diablo sandwich and a, and a Dr Pepper? Is that what do you ask for? I, I'm in a hurry. I'm in a hurry, kind lady. Give me a, a Diablo sandwich and a Dr Pepper. Right. Give me some hush puppies, Daddy. We ain't got no time for no hush puppies. That was uh, what's his name? Mike Henry. Remember Tarzan? Oh, he was Tarzan. He was also in uh, the, Sheriff. I'd I'd appreciate it if you let me pay. No, no. I said, no, you're a man of the law. Let me let me pay for that. That's me, kidnapping. Yeah, yeah, he gets getting this. My friends and I had to look up what a Diablo sandwich yeah, was. Diablo sandwich. I guess there is such. Because I've thing. never had. There is, and I've never had one. Do you want to know what it is? Oh God, I can imagine. Okay, we're gonna end the show on Diablo sandwich. No, we're not because we got Hal David. 20, oh, we do have twelve. Hal, Hal I don't know why, you can't dismiss this guy. This guy wrote some of those popular songs of all time, such as "Well Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head." That was a biggie. Burt Bacharach. Uh, he also did a couple of he did the music he did uh, Casino Royale the first one and uh, the Moonraker and uh, oh uh, we have all the time in the world from Honor Majesty's Secret Service right Louis Armstrong that's right he wrote the he wrote the uh, lyrics for that so here Great you go lyricist. Diablo Sandwich ordered by Sheriff Buford T. Justice the ingredients uh, here's how to make a serving of four well by diablo i assume it's hot huh well i'll that get to that implies a devil sandwich uh, 1 pound lean ground beef browned that's a good idea 1 ounce uh, taco seasoning uh, 1 cup whole kernel corn 1 diced tomato lettuce sour cream and uh, burger buns oh. Boy. Combine all ingredients except lettuce and sour cream and pan for 15 minutes to an hour. The longer, the better. Lay out lettuce on bottom of toasted buns. Scoop out even amounts of meat mixture onto buns and dollop with sour cream. Best served with fries and a Dr. Pepper. Good idea, yeah. Well, Mike it. Henry played his son-in-law. Remember, he was a pretty good Tarzan. He was also he in, was. Yeah, he he was. Was in uh, Green Berets, too, remember? Oh, no kidding? Yeah, he was Sergeant Kowalski. Remember, he was he's guy, the he, one who takes that shit from Wayne in Green no, Berets? No, no, he's the one that killed all three. He was he was at the point or whatever. He killed the... Remember, and John Wayne found him? With the, they stabbed okay, him in the back. Okay, yeah. Yeah, but he got them all. Or they wouldn't have left this. Remember, his, his, uh, that toy Mattel uh, yeah, rifle he yeah. smashed? Oh, man. Yeah. All right, folks, there you have it. You didn't know you are going to learn about a Diablo sandwich on this day in history, yeah, but know. you did, thanks to Jerry Reed, unfortunately, yes. passed away on this date in 2008. Yeah, God if you bless like, you, Jerry. If you like any other recipes, yeah, direct, direct, direct your emails to Tony Huber. Yeah, well, well, we're happy to oblige. I might, po- I might post the old Diablo sandwich on uh, <laughs> Facebook. So like us on Facebook, by the way, facebook.com slash This Day in History Podcast, and subscribe by going to This Day in History Podcast. I guess we're not even going to have a debate about the most momentous it, look, event. It's, it's 19- got to be the Tremont. Uh, it's 1939. got to be the Boston. We all know what it is. It's 1939, September 1st. Choose... Well, a date which will live in, in infamy. Not quite. Well, that's coming. That's coming. Two years, through almost three years later, huh? Two years later. Yeah. Um, 
Don't forget to subscribe through iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, any major podcast outlet through our website, thisdayinhistorypodcast.com. And while you're there, check out all the films we told you about. Go get yourself Smokey and the Bandit, why don't you? Listen to Jerry Reed. All right? Amazon.com. Hey, Click that show on Communist Labor Day? Yeah, why not? Oh, okay. All right. You like to work. You're a true well, capitalist. No, you like to work, so we're going to work. Yeah, that's true. I don't observe that holiday. Yeah. Labor Day. <laughs> Ridiculous. Who needs it, says Armand. Memorial Day. You against that one, too? No. Okay. Hey, listen, Emma Nutt got 10 bucks a month. Yes. So To say one ringy dingy. And a good and gracious good afternoon. Yeah, what the hell we need a labor? What do we need unions for anyway these stop, days? Stop. Why Come don't we on. unionize this place? How about that? Why don't, yeah, why don't why you don't go you? try to form one? Yeah, why don't you, Sally Field? <laughs> Get your sign. Union now, right? <laughs> well, I, I'm, why not? Because You're I much think, more Norma Ray size than I am. Because I feel like I'm being treated well. I, I like am working too. here. I, I love like it my, here. I like my, yeah. I, I love, love it. it. Right, me too. So, so let's work on think, Monday. What makes you think the people at Walmart and these other corporations Let's work on Monday. All right, I don't have a problem with that. Are you kidding? Monday, I'll be here tomorrow and Sunday too. Well, that's because you live here. Well, that's because I write though. Well, I'll be true. writing and yeah. I'll be doing our script. Yeah. All right, that'll do it. We're out of here for September 1st. Hope you've enjoyed the show. And when September, uh, not the second, not the third, but when September 4th rolls around, we plan to be here to tell you about it on lineupmedia.fm. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.